It seems like with every single console launch, we run into the same issues. Short supply, crazy demand, scalpers everywhere, eBay prices at $2,000 a system. Why do we always end up in this mess? Well, we're here to talk about why console launches are always such a headache on another exciting episode of A Cast of the Past where you can check out a brand new episode each and every Sunday. Joining me today to talk about this is Keith Hamilton from London, Ontario. Hi, that's me. So Keith, have you ever bought a console at launch during all the craziness? I have done it once and I will never do it again. I stood in line for a wee when it first came out. I did not get that Wii. In fact, I waited Oof. for three days until I was able to find... I I went home, I was broken and beaten, and just kept calling every day and looking for stock. And then all of a sudden, I found an EB Games near me that had a couple of Wiis, so I gunned down there, got my Wii, played Twilight Princess, never played the Wii again. So that was my, that, that was what <laughs> really? all that work was worth. No, I, I played a couple of games on the Wii. It was definitely a system that collected a lot of dust for me. Like I enjoyed uh, Twilight Princess. I played a lot of Super Smash Bros on it and then got way, way, way too much um, time investment out of like the Dragon Ball Budokai Tekaichi game oh, yeah. that came the one where you had to like do a Kamehameha motion to do a Kamehameha oh I, really I, played I never played the, the motion hell version. out of that game oh it was so much fun yeah so I actually don't think I've ever gotten a console right at launch so I've never dealt with these insane headaches uh, I usually just just wait it out and generally, that seems like the best thing to do because... Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's be real here. That's, that's the way to go. That's, yeah. that's how you do it. It really is because if you think about it, most of the time, what games are there even to play? You, you generally end up with a paperweight for about two years until the library really starts to, to expand. And, and that seems to be you know the case with a lot of systems. I mean, the Nintendo 64 literally launched with two games to play. Mario 64 and Pilot Wings. And now, to be fair, yeah. one of those is a game that I would still sit down and play today. So oh, you absolutely. can't knock it too hard. There was but, enough. Uh, there was yeah. two, but there was enough. <laughs> it, don't get me wrong. Great game, but you know what I mean? After, after you get your fill of that game for the time being, there wasn't really much left to offer for quite some time. So today we, we definitely want to dig into this issue because we always get here. And part of that, I mean, there is a business and financial side to why we're always at this point. Um, and I think some of the some of the economic side to this and definitely Keith, feel free to jump in is when you think about it, okay, in just before this um, this podcast recording, I was thinking to myself, why is it that we're always here? Why don't they have this huge backlog of consoles ready to go? And then when the launch date hits, they they have I mean, I don't expect them to have enough supply to meet the demand. But you would think that they would have more than they have. But at the end of the day, looking into it, there are some reasons for that. First of mm -hmm. all, these consoles are very expensive to make. And extremely. Yeah, they're extremely expensive to make. And they're usually taking a loss on these consoles most of the time, just based on, you know, where they are, where we are, like technology wise, obviously, as the years come by, uh, 
progress, they find more efficient ways and parts get a little bit cheaper. So it does, they start making more money on the systems. But Mm -hmm. because they're expensive to make and they do take time to make, it doesn't make sense for them to have these massive amounts of factories and hire all these additional people just to handle a release. And then once demand is met, what are you going to do with all those factories? What are you going to do with all those exactly. people? It's just you know, bad press if yeah. you close it all down. It, yeah, it's bad press. It's a bad idea because the cost of you know the facility and the hiring and all of that, it just doesn't make business sense to build up this huge... Um, supply unless you literally delay a year or something like that which also would be bad because then if you're xbox and you do this well playstation's probably gonna just release the ps5 and all of a sudden you're a year behind and we saw and that looks so much worse it look it definitely looks worse and you can see what a year can do not saying that the um manufacturing side applies here But saying, you know, when the Xbox 360 came out before the PS3, it very much dominated the generation until the very end in terms of 360 versus PS3. We know Wii was its own story in that generation and just because it hit the casual market. (laughs) Yeah. But as far as 360 versus PS3, 360 won for about like 80% of that generation. And it wasn't until the very end that PS3 finally caught up. Most of the time. Absolutely. Yeah, most of the time that catch up doesn't happen. So And that was an instance where they decided to rush it out the door even though it wasn't like really ready to go yet because that's why we ran into things like the Red Ring of Death as consumers mm-hmm. because it wasn't a it wasn't a product that was fully where it needed to be. It got there eventually around the time that the PS3 came out even a little later, but the fact that it was out there long before the PS3 really gave it that head start so it's a situation where yes it sucked and yes consoles constantly bricked but they were still selling consoles so did they really care probably not as much as you think they did because that was Mm -hmm. still good business at the end of the day yeah exactly so and i think there's a lot of people that today when we're looking at the playstation 5 and the xbox series x That these problems of supply, again, we know the business side, why they don't just have one for everybody right out of the gate, just because it doesn't make, you know, financial Mm -hmm. sense. And plus, I think a a big aspect of that as well is that resources are finite. These things that are going into these systems, especially these days with this new series of consoles, they're very similar as far as like video cards and graphics Mm -hmm. chips and motherboards and stuff like that. All of those are, there's a finite amount of them, right? It's not just this endless supply of computer chips that they can go into. So, Every time that there's a PlayStation being built or a computer being built, well, that's a not an Xbox. And it goes almost in like, it's almost like a triangle where you could say the same thing about each one of those. So that probably leads to a lot of the issues as far as demand goes. And I feel like that not knowing, like not being in the business, I feel like that could be something that could be said about almost every single generation of consoles as a reason why they just never got it right. Yeah. And not only that, so we already know, look at articles about the 360 when it launched, super hard to find. 
Look at it for the Nintendo Wii. Almost impossible to find in 2006. It was a nightmare. It was the same thing with all these consoles. Now we have PS5, Xbox Series X. So we already know. There's already a history that this is an issue. But now we have the pandemic exacerbating all of that. So it's even worse than it normally is because that is also slowing down all the supply chains and all the manufacturing, just creating this crazy, unique situation where it's just nearly impossible unless you are one of those like sneakerhead people that have bots ready to go and, and, and get and snake all the PS5s. Monsters, uh, if you're one of those <laughs> monsters. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, any, yeah, using the bots, I mean... It's tough. It's a similar situation with the Pokemon cards. You get to beat the bots, but, um, you know, obviously it's, uh, you know, less expensive items we're talking about here. Um, Mm -hmm. But with the PlayStation 5, um, you know, it's something I've not attempted to get or the Xbox Series X. I do want them eventually, but I'm not in a rush. So I don't know. Have you played that game at all to try and to get either of these yet? No, I haven't, because I'm in the same boat of where I've just gonna let things cool, because I've I've had a history of this, like wanting the Switch, but not being able to find it. I didn't get one until far after it came out. Same thing with the uh, the PS4 and the, or the Xbox 360. Like, I am perfectly okay with waiting for one of those, just from having gone through it a couple times. But if you're someone out there that's doing it, like, I... I I totally understand it because it's almost kind of unfair to the consumer, in my opinion, because on one side, you have the production issues that we've been talking about, but these companies still on the other side of their mouths, the marketing side are like, this is the new thing that you need. You want to be on the cutting edge. You want to play all the good games, all the cool games. Well, you need this new box. But we can't get it for you. Sorry about that. So I guess you'll just have to wait or pay like an extra thousand dollars if you want the box. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's very consumer unfriendly that way. And it's a problem. And it's it's a big bummer that it just keeps constantly happening. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Yeah. With anything in short supply, scalpers are going to come in. They're going to try and sweep up all the you know, the consoles and make money off of it. And that is just what they're literally people who that is their job is mm-hmm. they are scalpers. And, and that's, they, it's insane yeah. that there's a society that can sustain that. Yeah, it's there's generally there's always something that's the hot product, right? As soon as you're able to just go into the store and get a PS5 whenever you want, they're already moving on to the next thing. Right now, it's all the collectible stuff and all the video game stuff like computer parts too, graphics cards, things like that. That's the stuff that they're after because those are the things that during the pandemic, these were, you know, people were doing indoor hobbies. So naturally, video games, collectibles, Anything like that is what skyrocketed people or building even a new before PC. That, when like Bitcoin mining was a thing and it just shot up the price of video cards because people were buying like pallets of video cards so they can mine stupid Bitcoins, right? <laughs> so you, you're already going into this with an, or with a finite amount of resources already low as far as graphic processing and then just made it significantly worse when the pandemic came along. Yeah. So at the end of the day, 
my words of advice is patience in this situation, which I sometimes myself don't even practice what I preach when it comes to things like Pokemon cards where I paid a little bit more just so that I could get it. Um, but for a system, I think patience is something I actually have practiced. I did that with the Switch and I did that and with you the did PlayStation that with the, 3. Yeah, you did that with the PS3 recently where you waited the entire generation. No, oh, the PS4. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the PS4. PS4, Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I waited the entire generation just because there wasn't any particular games that like compelled me. Um, generally, it's like, oh, man, they announced Grand Theft Auto, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4. I got to get a PS3. You know, they announced Skyward Sword. I had to get a Wii. That was I didn't get the Wii until literally Skyward Sword, which was the tail end of the life cycle of uh, of that console. So you have uh, a history of this yeah, more than anything. So I do, at least when it comes to video game consoles, I do practice what I preach. Um, and, and that is wait. And I'm not saying wait till the end of life cycle like I have for a couple of systems, but ask the question, what are you going to play? <laughs> you know, what are you going to play with, with these consoles? Because you know, right now it's like PS5. It's like, okay, you beat Demon Souls. Now what? You know, yeah. it's it's a legitimate question. Especially when you consider the price of these boxes plus the price of these games, right? Yeah, like, which are now $70. Yeah, in it's Canada, it's $100 after tax to pick up one of these games. And the fact that you can go out let's say a year from now, a year from the time of this conversation and pick up these new games for like 20 bucks. There's mm -hmm. really, unless you need to, or unless your job is to check out these things, like there's not really that much incentive in my opinion. And now I, I kind of want to get to, um, I'd like to get to our second question that is, you know, derives from this topic and that is, is this creating, you know, is the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X in short supply, is this creating almost an artificial demand? Um, and just to elaborate on that, like you said, the marketing, you got to get this. Plus, they're so hard to get that even someone who may not necessarily had wanted to get one, if they happen to walk into a Target or a Best Buy or a Walmart and they have the opportunity, don't you think they'd be more likely to jump on it even if, you know, let's say, okay, you walk into Target tomorrow and PS5 just happens to be available. Would you buy it? Would I buy it? Yes. Probably not. <laughs> to be, on, to be <laughs> but honest. Do you think but the average person would? Oh, 100% because it's one of... It, you hear the headlines about them being out of stock. You see all of the insanity around it. If you're, if you see it, it's because you either want it or you see the opportunity around it, right? Like the unfortunate thing that happens around alongside this is that you see that PS5 sitting in your target. Well, now I can, I can flip that on marketplace. I can make a couple hundred bucks. And then you run into that situation of you're buying something, not because you want it, because you see an opportunity and you're taking that opportunity away from somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it's true. And that's the thing is I would, I fully admit if I walked into a Target right now and I saw a PlayStation 5, I think I would absolutely have to buy it. And would I keep it? I'm not even sure. Like, yeah. let me because, ask you, because even if I was like, live, a, what life do you live where you can just walk into a Target and be like, see a $600? Because that's why I wouldn't buy it tomorrow. 
I mean, I, I think, I, I mean, I would have to get it. And, and, you know, even if I was to be like a, using quotations here, more moral scalper and like only upcharge like $100, it could still be like making an easy $100 because I guarantee you, what is it? How much is it? Is it 500 bucks for I what's think the it's, disc I think version? It's 500 American and because I, I think it's 699 in Canada. So if I put a PlayStation 5, the disc one, up on marketplace for 650 i think that would get scooped up immediately oh without a doubt there there have been like insane stories of people selling the box on ebay and people buying oh, yeah, it yeah and just being a huge troll mm-hmm. to those it's poor 629 souls. 629 in canada okay plus tax yeah um so yeah that's the thing is the short supply it it almost it will make a scalper out of a non-scalper just because of you know people know that there's demand but but even then I'd also, even if I didn't like scalp it, I would also feel more, even the gamer in me would be more compelled to get it just because I know it's hard to get and you feel like you have to get it because it's hard to get. Mm -hmm. Um, But then you take a all you have to do is Google the game library to be like, okay, cool down, cool down. You don't need to buy this yet. I know. Um, And that's, that's kind of the reason why I would say no to that right now, because mm -hmm. I think eventually I'm going to get one because I'm a gamer and I love, I love having these things. I'm not in a rush for it, but I think eventually I'm going to get the Xbox Series X. But Mm -hmm. when I, when I asked or asked myself the question, why do you want it? Well, it's because I never owned the last generation, and it's an opportunity to check out this Game Pass, or all of the offerings on Game Pass on the console. But then wait a minute, you're going to go buy a $600 box so you can check out old games? Why are you doing <laughs> That's that? That's kind of what I want to do, to be honest. I also want the. I think the first one I'm probably going to end up getting is the Series X, because I, I haven't owned an Xbox legit since the original, and I sold that many years ago so there's a ton of xbox games that i'd be able to play so i'd get way more out of that than the ps5 currently because i do have a ps4 and i can play all the ps4 games and i can play any other generation of ps4 right now except for the playstation 5 and the only game i want to play right now is demon souls the remade version because it looks way better than the original version um, and I also want to get thing anything with, like, like the Game Pass argument yeah. is is that is a prettier version of this cool yeah. game worth that amount of money? But yeah, and on top of that, for PS Five, that's one. It's one of the. I think it's the first time I've legitimately looked at a PlayStation Five model, and this is including, I mean, a PlayStation model, and said. I just really don't like how it looks, and mm-hmm. like even the fat PS Three. Uh, I am okay with and I just really don't like the PlayStation 5 model and we all know historically that they've always come out with a slim so I I think for PS5 unless there's a game that I just need to play I will wait for that eventual slim model that I just hope looks better but if nothing else it will take up a little bit less space. Yeah, for me, the Series X falls under there as well, where I'm not a big fan of the I cylinder. I actually think the Series X looks good. I, I'm I'm a fan of it. Do you know if you can tilt? Like, I, I don't like standing I, I don't the consoles upright. Yeah. I, I've never been a big fan of that because I think it just takes up, like, yeah, it's I, I don't unwieldy like that they for both, an entertainment center. I don't like that they both went for, like, the vertical look because, yeah, yeah most people's, like, TV setups... They are not designed for like high vertical space. Yeah. 
but yeah and I it mean, looks that's just and the way that they is. look bad that way like i i have a fireplace on my tv stand i i can't have something like that because i chose to have the fireplace and that's and i would take the fireplace over something like this seven days out of seven days mm-hmm. uh but yeah kind of jumping back to these systems themselves in in the demand uh, it really is almost like the marketing is done for them it's like a weird um, externality a positive externality that happens for the consoles because like i said where the business sense doesn't make sense to meet the demand right away them being so hard to get just ramps up the desirability even more and then it's just like they will literally for the next probably year and a half just be able to sell every single system without issue eventually the demand will start to wane off and then you'll be able to kind of get them in stores Um, but it's just kind of this interesting thing of like the short supply is like doing your own marketing for you on top of all the other things that they're already doing Oh, a hundred percent. The word of mouth is what sells that systems. And it's been like that for the entire, like for as long as consoles have been around, it's just really, really picked up around the Wii and the, uh, that generation where the word of mouth on the Wii and the press coverage, the news stories that you could see of, oh, you can't find a Wii, but it's the summer's or it's this year's big holiday gift item. And then just the, the hubbub around that and everybody going oh i need this this is the cool new thing i need this people that aren't even interested in video games i need this and then it just kind of spiraling out of control it's better than any form of commercial or billboard or advertisement you could put out selling this system okay so i want to propose a a final question for you okay and that is okay let's let's just go to a let's jump to PlayStation 6, Xbox, whatever the heck they're going to name the next Xbox. So we're... The Series XX. Yeah, we're and like in 2020. the one after that gets crazy. Yeah, this is like 2028 or something like that, 2029. Mm, Who knows? You think it's that next... long, hey? That's... Uh, <laughs> maybe. Wow. All right. Maybe. Sure. How many years was it between PS4 and... And uh isn't it usually PS5? around like five or six? Let me let me look. Did it PS... was it like twenty thirteen that the PS4 came out? I'm trying to remember. It was yeah, November twenty thirteen in North America. So that was twenty thirteen to twenty twenty? It came out did it come out in twenty twenty? Uh yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, like yes, it was. <laughs> but remember, you had the pro, right? So if that didn't exist, then you would have. It just expanded the name of it a little longer. No, I mean, tw- no. When did PS Five come out? It was twenty twenty, right? No, yeah, twenty twenty. But I'm saying yeah. th- this one was a little longer because of the pro. Oh, Still, in my opinion, that's yeah. So it's about seven years. I I feel like that's about right. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so if if it comes out in 2020, so yeah, 2027. Okay, whatever. Anyway, we digress. Maybe I just don't want to think about 2027 as in shooting distance at <laughs> <Yeah>. this point. <laughs> so it's PS6. It is Xbox Series XXX, whatever. <laughs> Maybe YouTube just flagged me for saying that. But anyway, um, how do you handle... Do you think there is a solution to this? Do you think... Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo want a solution to this. Um, and I is think there that's any, the question. Yeah. 
my question to you is, do, would you change anything about how, you know, from a business side, is there any solution to this um, console demand issue? From a consumer side, I would hope that they would learn from their mistakes, that they would, even if they can't plan ahead, like kind of stagger it a bit. Don't set the expectation of just like, get your pre-orders in and we're off to the races. Like maybe do some waves, like start creating these waves long before the thing's actually going to come out and let the people that really want it get ahead of the people that are casually trying to get it. I would hope that they would find a solution, even if that's not it, to stop this insanity that's happening. From a business standpoint... I would be curious to know if they actually want to, because this is such good marketing, because you have to remember, like, this is one of the cold realities of business right here. Do they actually care if their system is being scalped online for double the cost? They still sold that PS5. They probably don't care at all. And that's just cold business right there. So do they actually want to do that? There's a point where consumer, like being consumer friendly just is a marketing line when it's convenient. And I don't know if console launches are on the right side of that. Yeah, one thing we can say is having it not be on the shelf in the early parts of the generation is absolutely a marketing benefit because think about the Wii U, right? When the Wii U came out, maybe the first two, three weeks, it was hard to find. But after a month or so, if I remember correctly, it was just sitting in stores. Yeah. And that was like... The fact that it was sitting in stores it was the same thing with was the kind Switch of like a red recently. It was kind of like a red flag to people. For the people that actually knew it was a new system and not just like a, a tablet for the Wii. But, you know, to to gamers, I think that was a little bit of a red flag that wait, this console just came out and I can literally walk in and get it. Like, mm-hmm. whoa, something might be a little off here. And sure enough, I I think we we're right. Well, with with apologies to player one. (laughs) (laughs) Is the Wii U truly worth playing in 2021, Ryan? (laughs) We'll have to go check out youtube.com slash player one to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, this was definitely a great conversation around kind of the the economics of gaming, which we don't necessarily always tap into. um, But... Certainly, if you want to continue the conversation with us, the best place to do so is over on our Discord channel, acasttothepast.com slash Discord. Uh, we, we've had a couple people in the Discord. Shout out to Sir Meatwad, who's had luck at actually finding PlayStation 5. Um, mm-hmm. So it is possible. And maybe he can give you some tips if you really desperately want to play something now. But, um, you know, you know, we here at Acast the Past recommend you wait. Because, yeah. you know what, more games will be out. It, maybe even, you know, eventually there are prices going down, but you're going to be waiting extra long for that. But, you know, in maybe a year, things will be a lot better. We hope so. In, in more mean, ways than one. Beyond <laughs> console launches. Yes, yeah, yeah, I hope exactly. so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that is going to do it for another episode. So we really appreciate you guys watching. And we'll see you next time on another, on another edition of a cast to the... Say it, Keith. I'll let you finish it this time. Oh, I get to double dip.
on a episode i'm gonna take the whole thing baby oh, a dude, cast go for it. to the past i like it i like it and a little bit of your own kind of signature to it exactly add a little pizzazz to the normal past you know what i mean oh yeah it's not just past it's past and i just saw your vinegar strokes <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God.